ladies, it's Brittany Brazel. The Lord has given me a passion for motherhood and homemaking. From that passion, a ministry has birthed no higher calling. There is no higher calling on my life than to be wife to Simeon and mama to my littles. I still have so much to learn, but as I continue to grow, it is my desire to share the truths God is teaching me. Ladies, welcome back to the No Higher Calling podcast. Before we jump into today's episode, I just wanted to catch you up on some No Higher Calling news. Some of this has been going out through the email, through social media, um, but we've had some different things going on recently and just wanted to make sure that you were all aware of it. Um, First things first, we have launched the No Higher Calling YouTube channel. So super excited about that. Um, What is that going to be? Not exactly sure yet, Um, but we have had people request that as we get closer to our big international move, that we video document that. So we kind of hope to do some more of that as we get closer to that, um, which led us into, well, we really just need a YouTube channel to put all of that content on, which led into some other things and just some different homemaking videos. And really, that's kind of my hope behind it is that it can just give a little bit more of a glimpse into our home to some things that God's teaching me kind of more visually. I know the podcast is great, but that's all audio. And there are some things that are just so much better to show you visually. Um, So we have several videos on there already. You can go check those out. We'll try to put a video on every couple weeks, but it would be a huge blessing to me if you would subscribe to that channel. That would be very helpful as we kind of get that officially launched. Some other things available in the No Higher Calling store. We have had the head-to-toe prayer journal available, but it has been in pink, which is my favorite color if you have not noticed. Um, But as I've been using it for baby shower gifts, I just had the thought that it'd be really nice if it was available in a blue cover so that I wasn't given you know, a mama that's about to have a little boy, a pink prayer journal. So it is now available in pink and blue. Um, So you can find that on my website, nohighercalling.org. We have the new No Higher Calling t-shirt. Ladies, this is beautiful. I have partnered with one of my dear friends. Um, She's designed this for me. She's helping me with this. And I am so excited to have my t-shirt and wear that. So you can find the No Higher Calling t-shirt on there. Um, Make sure you are subscribed to my weekly emails. You can do that on the welcome page of my website. That is how you will stay up to date and current on like the most, uh, the most current news of No Higher Calling of our family. I try to put all my big announcements in the email um, that comes out every week on Thursday. Um, Usually the same kind of categories, new content every week. Um, But if we have a huge announcement, we'll send a special email out announcing that. Um, So make sure you're subscribed to that because I do have some big announcements coming up as we uh, get closer towards the end of the year, towards the holidays. So be sure that you're subscribed so that you can catch all of that. Um, Follow me on social media. I am on Facebook. I'm much more active on Instagram, though. No higher calling underscore. Um, So that's where you can find me. Also, kind of as we transition into today's topic, I did want to mention the downloadable hospitality guide on my website. Ladies, I poured my heart and soul into this resource, and it 
it is such a blessing to me, and I know it will be a blessing to you. Um, the ladies that I've heard back from that have been able to purchase that have just been so encouraged to have all these different thoughts and aspects and um, advice on hospitality all put into one area. Um, in that guide, I talk about hospitality on the go, which is a topic that we're going to cover in today's podcast episode. Um, I talk about hospitality helpers, including your children in hospitality. I talk about using it as a gospel um, ministry. What is hospitality? What does the Bible say about hospitality? And then the end portion of the guide gives you some complete meal plans. I believe it's four complete meal plans um, that are easy to do, that are delicious, tried and true meals that you don't have to be scrounging like, oh, we're going to have company. What am I going to make? These are your go-tos. This is what you know is going to be good, that you know how to make. Um, And then there are six desserts at the end that you can kind of mix and match and put whatever dessert with that main dish and sides. So anyway, just wanted to remind you about that resource on my store. Um, I've just gotten such good feedback about it and I've loved using it in my home. But I'm going to use a piece of that kind of as I prepared for today's episode, which is talking about hospitality on the go. So what do I mean about hospitality on the go? You know, when you think about hospitality, you usually think about having people into your home. They're coming over for dinner. They're coming over for coffee and dessert. They're coming over for a play date. Um, But in this aspect of hospitality, we are taking it outside of our home. And there are certain different situations and different things that make it better on the person that you are trying to be hospitable to, to extend the hospitality to them in their home instead of bringing them into your home. So, okay, what are some instances where that might be the case? The first one that comes to mind is when someone has a new baby. Our church has it set up that when a mom has a a new baby, that our church ladies provide usually like three or four meals for them um, within the first couple weeks of the baby being born. And I have been able to take advantage of that with all four of my children. And it has been such a blessing as I'm, you know, having a newborn, getting adjusted as more children came on and I have, you know, older ones. And now this baby, just not having to worry about dinner in those first days when you're healing and you're trying to establish nursing and all these different things, um, it was so nice for me to know, hey, dinner's taken care of. I don't have to worry about that. And that has been a huge help in our home. Um, So when somebody has a new baby, um, if somebody has lost a loved one or has a a major health need, um, I'm thinking of a family in our church where... um, you know, their little girl was really sick for a while and she had other children and they're in and out of the hospital and just lots of busy things like that. And I think what a blessing it would be to that family to receive a dinner, you know, and, and sometimes we don't know exactly what's going on in someone's life, but, you know, it might arrive on, hey, you know, we've been slammed with doctor's appointments and okay, well, it's all right because today I know I don't have to make dinner. I'm thinking for myself, one time uh, when we lost our baby, um, just that was a personal health need that we were dealing with. Um, just I knew there was going to be a particular weekend where I was going to be going through the process of losing that baby. Um, and I was sharing that with a friend, really just asking for her prayers. Um, but but I had been, she didn't know this, but I had been worrying about all these logistical details. Like, I haven't, this has never happened to me before. I don't know how down and out I'm going to be. Obviously, emotionally, I was 
wrecked. Um, and dinner was something that was on my mind, especially this one day in particular, the, the day that I knew it was going to be the worst. I just kept thinking like, oh, I haven't went to the grocery store and I don't have any food and how am I going to feed my family? And we're, I guess we're just going to have to, you know, get a takeout pizza or something. Anyway, I was sharing with her just to pray for me health-wise. Um, and then she was like, why don't I just bring you guys dinner that evening? She's like, I'm not even going to come in your house. I'll just drop it on the porch and let you know that it's there. And then you guys, dinner will be taken care of. And that was such an encouragement to me. It was just like the Lord reaffirmed in my heart, I'm going to take care of you. Even the details that might seem small, I'm going to take care of you. And he was able to use my friend to extend hospitality to me in a way that was a little bit different. You know, like I said, we weren't going over to her house. She wasn't coming in our home. She just dropped food on the porch and left. But that's exactly what I needed in that moment. And it was such a blessing. Um, I know when my brother died, so many people brought meals for us. And it was such a blessing to be able to to just spend that time fellowshipping with our family, you know, trying to encourage one another and not have to worry about somebody being in the kitchen and just we were taken care of and and I'm so thankful for that. You know, or maybe you just have a friend that's going through a difficult time. Maybe it's not a sickness. Maybe it's just a season of overwhelm. And the Holy Spirit puts it on your heart that, you know, hey, they're, they've just got more on their plate than they can take care of. And it's not going to be that hard for you to whip up some extra and take it over to them. So it, that's another way that you can do it. Um, another thing I've been able to get involved in in my local community is a group that ministers to foster care families through the Ministry of Hospitality and Food. Um, if there's a new placement, if, you know, um, some of the family members are sick, if something like that is going on, that women in the community can sign up to take meals to these families and just to minister in that way. And time and again, I've just heard from those families that it is such a blessing to have that. And you think it's one meal, you know, what is that going to impact? But the one who has received the meals in several of these different circumstances, it is a blessing. Never underestimate the power that that can have in encouragement. And while yes, the meal is wonderful and the food is great and it's nice to not have to worry about cooking, the fact that somebody cares enough about me to, to see a need in my life. They're in tune with what's going on with me. This isn't an acquaintance. This is a friend that knows something is going on. Something's heavy on my heart. I'm struggling through something. And they have taken time out of their day to try to be a blessing to me. That is where the encouragement comes from. That is where it ministers to not just the body and through a physical need of food, but that's where it really ministers to the soul. And so this is such an important um, part of how you can have a ministry out of your home. You know, I've said this before on other hospitality episodes I'm in a season where I have a lot of little kids, and certain ministries within the church are difficult 
for me to be a part of just because I have a brood of kids with me. But this is one that I can do from home um, in, you know, in my sweatpants and messy bun with kids running all around my feet. This is also one that I can have them participate in. You know, maybe they can help stir, you know, the cookie dough. Or there's been a lot of times where I go to deliver and my oldest will go with me and she helps me carry the the food in. And just to involve them in this is such a sweet thing that as we're as we're making this food, as we're delivering this food, we're praying for this family, we're bringing their need before the Lord. And hopefully I'm teaching my children just a very hands-on way that we can be the hands and feet of Jesus and minister to people's needs, to physical needs, to emotional needs, and then to spiritual needs through something like a meal. So let's get practical and talk about just a few tips to make this easy to make this um, work well. Um, again, these are just some things that I have compiled as I have tried to minister in this way from our home, different ideas that have helped make it very smooth. Um, the first thing is to take the meal in disposable dishes. So, you know, I it can be difficult when you are in one of these hard seasons, especially if you have multiple people bringing you different meals to keep everybody's dishes straight. You know, okay, this belongs to so-and-so and that belongs to so-and-so. And then after a few meals, I have all these dishes piling up on my counter. And like I'm thinking for when I had, had a baby, for example, usually I don't go to church for several weeks after I have the baby. I just kind of hunker down at home and we just cuddle for about those first three or four weeks. Um, so it, it's a little bit of time before I would be able to get these dishes back to people. So one, they're out of the dishes for a while. Two, they're piling up on my counter. Three, I'm starting to forget what belonged to who. And four, you may never get your dishes back because of all of the above. Um, so it is just easiest to take things in disposable dishes. One thing that I have heard of that I've never done, but that I thought was a really unique idea, is somebody shared that they would go to thrift stores. And you can find all kinds of china and dishes and different things for like a couple dollars, really inexpensive. And they would just kind of collect if they found, you know, here's a dollar, you know, uh, nine by 13 or something. They'd kind of collect these along the way. And then when they would take a meal to someone, they would put them in these fancy dishes, but they'd just say, hey, you can keep these, use them for yourself. You can pass them along to somebody else. Um, but... It was just, it wasn't something that they needed back. So I thought that that was a neat idea. Again, I haven't done that. I, I'm life with littles. I don't go thrifting all that much. Um, and then you kind of have to weigh like, okay, they still have a dish that they have to decide, okay, where do, do I want to keep it? Do I want to pass it on? I got to store an extra dish. So that might be something to think through, but it may be something that you want to give a try. I usually just use disposable things. Um, so sometimes that's like plasticware. Sometimes it's just like an aluminum foil pan or something like that that is just quickly and easily disposable. They don't have to worry about washing dishes or keeping up with them or getting them back to me. Just trying to, again, minister to this family through food, but do it in a way that requires as little bit of, of work or investment from them as possible because I'm trying to do this to be a blessing. If I can alleviate them from having to make dinner and do dishes that evening, awesome. Um, I had a friend one time, such a sweet girl. She brought us dinner, but she also brought a basket of like paper plates and um, disposable silverware and cups. And it was just like, wow, not only did it 
save me from doing dishes for that meal, but because it was a whole bag of paper plates, I didn't have to do dishes for a little while. And that was such a great idea, such a blessing. So I loved that. Um, but always just remember to let the person know if it's a dish that they don't have to bring to you. So like I said, sometimes I put things in different like plastic containers, um, and they're not anything fancy, but some people might be like, well, I, do they want this back? Do they not want this back? Don't leave them in limbo. If you're fine with them keeping it, then just say, hey, you know, I don't need any of these dishes back. Or if you do, let them know that too so that you get your dishes back. But just be clear so that they aren't left kind of wondering, what am I supposed to do with these? Another thing is to choose a meal that is easy to reheat. So everybody's schedules are different. Um, it's nice if you have the opportunity that you can drop the meal off at 5.30 and it is hot and ready to go. As soon as you know the husband gets home, they can all sit down and enjoy a hot meal. Um, but we have a busy schedule. More than likely, they have a busy schedule, whoever they is, if you're taking a meal to someone. And sometimes the logistics of that just doesn't work well. I'm even thinking there have been times, um, especially with the foster care families, they, it, they're in an area that's about at least 35 or 30 or 35 minutes from me. So dinner might be hot when I put it in the car, but by the time I get to their house, it's starting to cool off. Um, so that's just something to kind of think through the logistics. So I try to choose meals that are easier to reheat. Um, usually it's easier for me to drop off a meal in the afternoon. Um, it's nap time. Daddy can stay with the little ones while they're sleeping. I can take the big one with me. And that way um, it's not quite as overwhelming when we show up to the door. If I do want to chat for a minute, pray with the family, it's not like I'm coming in with all of my kiddos. Um, but it also lets me get the meal dropped off. And then for me, I'm able to get home and get my own family fed in a decent dinner time. But for them, all they have to do is whenever it is best for them to reheat that meal, then they can heat it up. And that comes in so handy you know, sometimes you might think, oh, well, we're going to be ready for dinner at 5.30. But then maybe your husband's delayed getting home from work. He's stuck in traffic. Or maybe, you know, the baby has a blowout and you got to go clean things up. And then it's like, okay, well, that time wasn't quite as convenient as I thought it was going to be three hours ago. So if you already have the meal dropped off, you can just heat it and go for it whenever you are ready to dive into that. One thing, if you are going to leave a meal that needs reheated, just be sure to leave very clear instructions of how to reheat. Don't do that verbally. If you want to tell them verbally, just kind of a quick rundown, this is what I brought, you're going to want to reheat this, that's fine. Um, but I'm just thinking in a lot of these situations, it's either a new mom who hasn't had a lot of sleep and it just might not all be processing or it might be a family that is grieving, somebody dealing with a health issue. It might just be overwhelming if they have to remember all of that. So I try, like, if I'm if my food is in, okay, say I have a lasagna. It's an aluminum pan, got foil on the top. I'm just going to write on the top of the foil, 350 for 30 minutes, let sit for 10 minutes, then you're good to go. So that the instructions are on there. Or sometimes, like, if, um, <laughs> so I have this influx of baby shower gift bags. So I've been taking my meals to my mom's, and I just, like, stack everything in the baby shower gift bag. And sometimes I'll put, like, a little three-by-five in there. Okay, like, this is what you have. Make sure these things go in the fridge. These things need to cook at this time. And, okay, here's your 
baby shower bag with all the food in it and my little note card and you're good to go. Um, but just to give those clear directions so that they're, again, not having to do anything extra. They're not having to wonder. They're not having to look up on Google, like, how long do I bake a lasagna? Um, it's just, it's there. You've, you've thought these things through ahead of time and you've prepared it in a way that is easy for them to then reheat. Okay, last thing to talk about is what do you take? That's probably the biggest thing. Like, okay, so I know that I want to do this. The Holy Spirit's put somebody on my heart. I want to be, I want to minister to them in this way. Got my dishes and I've thought through schedules, but what do I actually cook? Um, you know, sometimes these needs arise really quickly. You know, if it's a baby, you know, it's coming for a while. Um, but if it's, if it's a health need, if it's loss of, of a family member, those things just crop up unexpectedly. And sometimes you might feel like, okay, well, I want to minister to this person. I know that the Lord is impressed upon my heart that I need to reach out to this person and encourage them in this specific way. But my week is slammed. I do not have a chance to go to the grocery store. Like, I I would love to make this elaborate four-course dinner for them, but it's just not going to happen. So, all right, I'm just going to push that nudge from the Holy Spirit aside. We're not going to be able to do it. I would challenge you, don't, don't use that excuse. I have used that excuse before. And and I'm trying to to not give in to that thought because just because it can't be this fancy home-cooked meal does not mean that it still cannot minister. You can drop off a pizza. I mean, we've we've had friends that have had a pizza delivered to our house and it has encouraged us just as much as home-cooked chicken and mashed potatoes. So whatever the meal is, don't feel like it has to be this big fancy meal in order to minister to somebody. That is not the case. Um, Some different ideas. You can deliver a pizza. That's very easy to do. You don't even have to leave your home. You can get on your app and have it delivered directly to them. Um, That works great for if it's just a very busy season for you, yet you still want to try to be an encouragement in this way. Um, We have all of these DoorDash, Uber Eats, all of these different things available now. Um, You can DoorDash food. We've had people DoorDash Chick-fil-A to us, um, different things. We've done that for other people. So you can have that as an option. Um, you can also, so this is getting a little bit beyond, so I want to kind of make some type of food, but yet I don't have a lot of time. So just go to the store. You can buy those rotisserie chickens that are already cooked. Get a rotisserie chicken, throw together a salad, maybe get a loaf of bread, grab a pre-baked dessert if you need to, if you have some time, throw together a batch of cookies, and there you go. It's a nice enjoyable meal, but it wasn't like you had to roast this whole chicken in the crock pot and then make these, you know, it's just, it quickly came together and it was still being able to, um, to bless another family. Um, something else I've done in the past before you can buy those like bags of soup mixes that you just add water or you just add a few different ingredients. Sometimes I've gotten a little basket and put some different soup mixes in there, a loaf of bread, um, a dessert. And then I just take that to the family again in the afternoon, whenever they're ready, they can put their soup on to boil and they have a dinner that is good to go. So those are just a few ideas to kind of get you thinking creatively, get you thinking outside of the box. Again, If you can put together a really nice meal, go for it. Different times, different seasons allow for that. But if you can't, don't let that be the reason that you do not minister in this way. Just get creative. Think outside of the box and realize, I'm not doing this to impress anybody. 
I need not be embarrassed that I ha- I just had to have a pizza delivered instead of making this fancy meal. Don't don't let that embarrass you because it's not about you. It's about them. And let me tell you from being the them, whatever you do will be a blessing because it shows somebody that I care about you. I think about you. I am praying for you. And I just want to extend the love of Christ to you in this moment that you're going through. Um, so just look to be a blessing. There are some other things that you can do to try to be able to just be available if these things arise quickly. You can have some freezer meals done up. If you do have a Saturday or an evening where you're free and you're trying to catch up on some things in the kitchen, hey, make a lasagna or two. Stick it in the freezer. We had a friend do that um, for us one time. They had done a pasta dish that she said, hey, it's just been in my freezer waiting for a person in need, and you were the person in need, so here you go. And she just thawed it and brought it over, and we cooked it, and it was delicious. Um, or it, sometimes if you're cooking something, just go ahead and make a double batch and pull back some freeze that so that when you need to uh, have something quickly, it's in the freezer, ready to go, and you can use that. So those are just some different tips and things to think about as you try to extend hospitality on the go. But this is such an important ministry. And again, it's not one that really requires a lot of investment of us. And I don't say that like, oh, fund the ministry that requires the least amount of you. (laughs) But I say it in just... In busy seasons, and seasons with little children, and a mom that has so many plates spinning, and yet she still wants the Lord to use her in this hospitality way. This is an area that you can make it work. It'll just take a little bit of forethought, a little bit of planning, a little bit of prep ahead, um, but then you will be ready. I need to wrap this up, but I keep thinking of different things. For example, the disposable dishes... I found it's cheaper to get those on Amazon in bulk. So I just went ahead and bought a big like stack of uh, aluminum foil pans instead of getting the two from Walmart. So now, hey, they're just sitting in the cabinet waiting for a meal to be put in them to be delivered. And I have that. It's there. It's ready to go. That took a little bit of prep ahead. That took a little bit of investment, but it's done now and it's there and it's ready and waiting for us to have the opportunity to be a blessing to another family. So I hope this episode gave you some ideas how you can think outside of the box and use hospitality to to minister to other people, to encourage the people that God has given you in your life as different needs arise, how that you can extend the love of Christ to those people. So thanks for joining me today, ladies. I look forward to coming back next time. I hope that the No Higher Calling podcast has been a blessing to you. If so, please subscribe, share with your friends, and engage with me on Instagram at nohighercalling underscore. You can also subscribe to receive the No Higher Calling encouragement email on my website, which is www.nohighercalling.org. This includes podcast notes, what I'm reading, spiritual encouragement, a glimpse into my home, and some of my favorite products and resources. You can also enjoy more content on the No Higher Calling YouTube channel. I pray that this podcast will encourage you to fall more in love with Jesus and to be the Christian woman he's called you to be. Thanks for listening.